2: Navy Federal is proud to serve over 8 million members and is open to active-duty military, the DOD veterans, and their family members. Receive a lifetime of membership benefits like a credit card APR average that is 4% lower than the industry's member-only exclusive rates and more. Visit NavyFederal.org around for more information or call 1-888-842-6328 or download the Navy Federal Credit Union app today. Message and data rates apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information.
0: The Around the NFL podcast gets Noivis for their live shows.
3: That's a man. Hey now. I'll get that in a second. Hang on. Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined in a winery. So classy, filled with heroes. Yes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? <laughs> there it is. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dan. Thanks for coming. Hey. How is everybody? Good.
4: Thank you Whoa. to the uh, seven women that are here, too. We, yes. We appreciate <laughs> you. Oh, way more than seven. Thank you. There might be 12.
3: <laughs> I hope you're
5: appropriately liquored
3: up. <laughs> this is uh, vaguely intimidating. I, I feel like there's a lot of human beings here. And at any point, I, much, uh, I just get up and walk away, and you'll never see me again. Yes. It was
5: too much. The My only was goal was not to fall off. This is the type of chair that I would totally tumble right <laughs> off of, and there's a, still like another hour plus to go. so. I
4: like when they okay. were coming up with, like, where should we put these guys for a live show? Let's get like a really classy, sexy winery for a bunch of classy, sexy guys. That
3: <laughs> checks out. Checks out. <laughs> that makes sense, right?
6: That's why they never put us on video.
3: You know, and, and you guys, I'm glad you guys are here because every day we're in that cramped uh, studio when we do the show and we talk about what Wes wears and, and we say, look at Wes's bod, look at what Lakeisha the paramour puts him in. He went from a three to like a 12 and a half out of 10. Look at the co- <laughs> look at the, the coating of the brown shoes and then up to, th- look at how it's fitting on the arms. What a hot bod and what a hot dude. Yes. Give it up for Wes. Yes. Yeah. A total beast ass.
6: It's very generous. I haven't lifted a weight or moved since cancer.
3: Mm. Oh, okay. That's this fair. Is this like
4: the time we should talk about Dan's hot bod on guy's obsession? Because it's like I it's, mean we could open it's up been a, box been a thing. Here. It's like it, it doesn't last more than a few minutes without some sort of rating of a guy's.
5: But I think he's got it your 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 ability to evaluate has yes. been spot on. Oh, no doubt. I mean I you don't can try to take you know. it in an uncomfortable
3: situation. But I'm just more, I see what I see, yep. and then I, I comment on it. It's we're, we're analysts, ulti- ultimately, you know? Let
6: the record show that Kevin Patra is like five foot nine and 140
3: he, pounds. He, well, I mean, the man's not here to defend himself. Yeah, he, that's, perfectly he does not fine deserve that, Wes. Um, so we're really excited to be here. And thank you, everybody, for coming out. This is so incredible. We did a show out in London, and it was fine. <laughs> but you know me, I like America. I like being here. And here we are in Atlanta, and you guys packed the joints. So thank you so much. Thank you. Hey yo. Here thank you. That's awesome. Uh, are, how many, uh, make some noise if you're a Patriots fan. That's right. Whoa. It's going to be a rough night for you, Dan. Love you all. All right, you guys can go now if you want. <laughs> what is this guy? Here, let me see this. Hang on.
6: Oh, no. Brady is a go-get-my-lunch.
4: <laughs>
3: there could be shadowy league figures here. I can't. There are. I can't there show are many. anything. All right, so we're here to do a show. This is our Super Bowl 53 preview podcast, which means we're going to uh, talk about a lot of things, and this will go up... Uh, live on NFL.com tomorrow. So we're all part of history together. Doesn't it feel special? Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are we going to do today? Here we go. Some, you know, who's coming back? We have a special guest. Tiny Tom. Box is not here, unfortunately. <laughs> Actually, I did read Colleen, who uh, we're doing our NFL.com show during the week. Uh, we did our uh, Tuesday podcast and then I, I, it was a bridge too far. I said I texted Colleen. I said, hey, you want to do the live show? She's like, "Mmm, Yeah,
5: it's a lot to ask. It's like, are you paying me?
3: No. So I mean, no, no, no it, Colleen. The special but
5: guest is so special that it's not even a human.
3: Yeah, we do. It's, it's a female. Her name is Bridget. So the Bridget Super Bowl <laughs> bot 3000, she's going to be here. She's a beautiful woman, machine. Also, Harlan. one of our favorite games, What's More Likely? We're going to dig into that. Uh, Mark and I have to, we're going to have to talk about the Patriots, right, Mark?
5: We are, but we're going to do it our way.
3: Isn't the whole show about the Patriots?
4: There's going to be a, a reckoning. Oh, yeah. And that. It, is that, it is
3: that time <laughs> of Where's year. Where's the Rosenthal it. sneer? <laughs> it is. He's getting back It is that time of year, so uh, go get my lunch. And Mark, I know you, uh, last year there was a, a very controversial go get my lunch. Uh, I don't find it waiter. controversial
5: on any level. I'm dealing with three clowns who simply can't come around to truth and justice. Uh, nah,
3: don't encourage him. Uh, we'll make our game predictions, and then we want to hear from you, the audience. We'll do a Q&A after the show. So if you guys have, if you guys have any questions, now's the time to think of it. Uh, but before we get into that, it is Super Bowl week, and you know, during Super Bowl week, there are a lot of Stories, uh, I mean, that's part of the machine, Wes. You gotta manufacture news content.
6: It marches on ceaselessly. Much to Mark's dismay.
3: (laughs) Only mine. (laughs) Like the US Postal Service. Is Danny ever coming
4: home? Mark has been ready for this season to end for about four weeks. (laughs) Weeks? Uh,
5: I mean, I wish I could argue you, but I want to finish it well, but I'm ready to be at some point free of all of this. (laughs) <laughs> I need That's it. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. All
3: right. So what we're gonna th- what, where we're gonna start here is a new game called Does it matter? It's <laughs> like a new game. It's it's not the best name, but we well, <laughs> came up with it earlier today, and it was fun. All right. So here we go. I'm gonna go through some news items uh, this week, and you're gonna tell me if it matters or if it doesn't matter. And I'll start with, start with this. Uh, Nicole Roby Coleman. On Tom Brady, each has taken a toll. Chris Wessling. Doesn't matter. It does not. Why not?
6: Doesn't matter because we've seen he's gotten better over the last few weeks. He's over his MCL tear, playing really well. And we saw him. He was in the zone. How often is a quarterback in the zone, which he was in in overtime with his
4: ball placement? It doesn't matter how old he is. I mean, he played his two best games of the season after having a week off. And now he just had another week off.
5: I mean, Wes is not a huge fan of player X, talks about player Y to begin with, so I'm not shocked at the answer. All right, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Mark, what was that? Yeah,
3: Fair uh, point. They know. Uh, Mark, this one's for you. Sean McVeigh, Bill Belichick, they, te- they text, quote, basically, close quote, every game. Doesn't matter?
5: Um, I think we feel like this is the story that Sean McVeigh deeply regrets uh, sneaking <laughs> out to the press because there was that uncomfortable moment during uh, opening night, if that's what it's still called. I think that I believe yeah, it that is, is that opening is, night, a, proper, a wonderful uh, event for all the shadowing figures. I really enjoy going to that and attending <laughs> that. Uh, but Belichick sort of standing there awkwardly as Sean McVeigh had to answer that question with the two of them standing there. Belichick doesn't want anyone to know who he's texting or who he's communicating with, so it was just too much... Inside baseball. But there's also... Well, there's that. The bell check could be annoyed. There's also the angle that Sean McVay, uh,
3: he's young, his first game here uh, in the Super Bowl, he learned a valuable lesson. Never divulge anything even a little bit interesting early in the week because then you got to get asked about it 4,000 times before Sunday. I think that's what happened here.
5: But to answer your question, I think you could argue that nothing matters, but I think it matters a little bit because Sean McVay is going to be around for a long time, and I think he learned a lesson right there.
3: All right, on that note... Make some human, Bill Belichick. You ready, Greg? That matters. Yeah, let's hear it. Does it matter? Mm -hmm. Sean McVay, and you guys might know this. This is out there on the street, streets talking. He's 33 years old. Do you guys know that? It's crazy. I'm going to say it does not matter. Why not?
4: Because he, he's better than almost any coach in the league as it is. Age, age ain't nothing. I mean, the old guys over there, they, they've proven oh, it on please. this side of, the, side of the room.
5: Ouch. I don't, I don't know, know why I'm just like leaning no, into trying to get booed. No, it's endless stream of ultra-ageism from Greg. Every show, every episode. I mean,
3: Greg, I like that, but that did feel unnecessary.
4: Most things, most things
3: I say they are. You're like four years younger than us. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, by the way, we are in Atlanta. Uh, and uh, this is a perfect place because... A lot of, a lot of Falcons fans. I'm, I'm impressed. We love the Dirty Birds. Fal- there we go. Falcons fans have been through a lot. I have a lot of respect for them. Uh, all right, Wes, home teams, 21 and 31 all time in the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a home team in the Super Bowl. It's a neutral field. That's untrue. Every year there's a home team. No, no, no there's really you. not. I'm totally with you. What about the odd? Does it matter, uh, Sessler, that the Rams are wearing their throwback jerseys and the Patriots are wearing the white jerseys, which are they? No, I can't even bring myself it's, yeah, to even yeah, build up. In terms it of a predictive matter.
5: nature? No, not at all. All right, there we go. Mark. Double question.
3: Tom Brady, quote, zero chance of retiring after the Super Bowl. Does
5: of it course it matters, because I actually thought about a month ago that you know if the game went the way he wanted it to he might walk out on top just you could argue there's nothing more for him to accomplish mm. but it completely matters because it backs up everything that he's been saying about his own career for years, he's not backing off it.
4: I feel like, And I'm he's one. still
5: in your Jets division, so it's going to matter to you. Oh, I'm one the of the reminder. rare
4: Patriots fan. I would like him to retire oh. if he wins oh, the Super Bowl this year. You like, want Brian Hoyer starting, way, starting week one next season? Finish it off against the Rams, close it down, and just like drop the mic. I would be totally fine. You, are,
3: are the Patriots fans... Does anybody else feel that way? You would like to see him go out with a win? Yes. Can't wait for the Brian Hoyer Let's era.
4: Like, <laughs> don't worry about any gradual decline. It'd be beautiful.
3: Get Brian uh, Mallett back. Uh, you know, I love my... One more year, okay. All right, thank you, sir. Um, How about this one? And you know I love my kickers. Greg Zerline, he's kept his foot injury secret from the Rams. Should, if you're rooting for the Rams, and, you know, there's a lot of people that are doing that in this country right now and across the world. That's, I'm a little nervous about that one, Wes, because that guy, he's a G. This matters because not only does he have one of the
6: biggest legs in the league for field goals, but can he put it out of the end zone and prevent Cordero Patterson from returning kickoffs? Mm. Probably can. Probably not. All right,
3: here we go. Um, <laughs> Greg, Greg, <laughs> Greg, I want to hear your thoughts and also marks on this one. Sean Payton binged Netflix and ice cream after the Rams mm. uh, defeated the Saints in that controversial NFC title game.
4: Now, I think that does matter. It made him human. He's not a guy that you always kind of think of and you want to wrap your arms around him really as a likable guy and that did it we talked to cameron jordan, yeah. we, talked to cameron jordan, jordan to we talked to cameron jordan today and if falcons fans like saints going through pain i mean they're doing it cameron jordan cameron jordan said he watched the game four straight times uh between monday and tuesday and just thought of all the things that he could have done Differently, and just think how much worse this would, week would be for all you Falcons fans if New Orleans had taken over this town, which is what they would have done. Your I, thoughts, Mark?
5: It, it matters to me if I I need more detail. The flavorings of the ice cream. <laughs> uh, what sort of dish or condiments went with the ice cream? And what is he binging on Netflix? Netflix has a wide umbrella of programming. I want to know what he's He said the same as you, Bundy,
3: was. and you. I was gonna say, to did back. he take Wes's advice and watch you?
5: I mean that's what we all watched the right. last few weeks. But did you know? <laughs>
6: Check out the Ted Bundy documentary. I watched that
5: myself, but that would be more. Now cons- we're just talking I'd be about A little concerned we watch. if NFL head coaches are binging that two days after a loss. Last one, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Donald. LA is a
3: football town now. Doesn't Does, it, it doesn't matter because it's not true.
6: Right. LA is <laughs> not a football town in, in any unless it's college football.
4: Do we have any it, Rams fans other than Lakeisha here? <laughs>
3: All right. all right. I think I heard LaKeisha also. I recognize that. All right, so, well, that's telling, and it's interesting that, you know, the Patriots, of course, have been to this game nine times in 18 years. I think that everyone in New England has been to at least three Super Bowls at this point. So if the Rams cannot outdraw Patriots fans on Sunday, and I have my suspicions they won't be able to, it's not going to be a great look. I would say
5: this. L.A. is not like, hey, be good at something for, like, 10 days, and we bought it. you gotta, you got to win the town over it. They're on their way. You couldn't have asked for a better start for the Rams.
3: Well, that's fair.
5: Good seg, guys. That was another PR message for the nice shadowy seg. league people. Nice seg.
3: Nice way to get things going. What uh, what are you guys drinking tonight, by the way? What do we got? Wine. Wine. Anybody drinking Tito's? There's like one Russian one guy. One Tito. Right there. That's good. There we were a couple a of This is our stage. first ever green room in the back, and I have to say, took hey, advantage right. of free booze whenever you can. Mr. Beautiful.
6: F <laughs> bought us around. Yeah. <laughs> the great Mr. F. Shout out for Mr. <laughs> F, the greatest sponsor in the business.
3: All right, here we go. It is time to make some Super Bowl 53 predictions mm. uh, with the help of uh, the Bridget uh, Bot 3000. So we're gonna go around uh, the horn here. Let's start, though, with Chris Wessling. Give us a prediction, and then we have a state-of-the-art computer robot that will uh, deem whether or not it is something that should be taken seriously.
6: Well, we all recognize that Tony Romo is a natural, and he's already great at his job. But he's yet to have his, like, Al Michaels, Do You Believe in Miracles? Broadcast booth moment. My prediction is that Tony Romo has his signature broadcast moment calling Tom Brady, Tom versus time, two-minute drill in the biggest stage in American sports. Ooh, I love it.
3: it it's kind of the, the whole Romo thing is fascinating, and we, ta- we talked about it, Wes, because I, I know all of us are kind of fascinated by what he's been able to do, how big a story... It was. You wonder if, like a football player has a prime, an analyst this you know coming out of the game a few years, if this is his prime. So we need to kind of enjoy it while it lasts before he turns into Terry Bradshaw and he's just <laughs> like <laughs> sitting at a dais for nine straight minutes without saying anything. It's like, do, weekend it's like you're burners.
5: getting paid for this. I do wonder Terror. if Jim Nance is ever like, "What about me?" <laughs> no, Jim's he getting banged it. He a little says it bit like right that. now. <laughs> you know that Jim's got some fun. issues. <laughs> Um, All right, let's
3: see. uh, Well, I liked it. I think we all liked it, right? What does this robotic minstress think about it? Let's see what Bridget has to say.
0: Another faulty delivery
5: for the quote-unquote mailman.
3: Oh. A faulty delivery
5: for the mailman? That was such a great take. Quote-unquote mailman. He literally delivered mail. He was a
3: mailman.
6: If there was a robot hell...
3: I would send Bridget there. <laughs> be careful. So you're starting to come around to where I'm at. I least. don't know why she's so unpopular. We do this game and she gets... It's a big spot for Bridget to be taken I know, out big for spot. the Super Bowl show. A lot of pressure on All her. All right, Greg, uh, we took her out for a ride. It's your turn now. Right. Give us a prediction.
4: My prediction is that Dante Fowler and Indomitian Sue are going to hit Tom Brady twice as much as he's been hit in the playoffs so far. That Dante Ooh. Fowler, when you look... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that They're going to hurry him throughout the game. If you look at what has been different with this Rams team in the playoffs, it's Dante Fowler and Endomic and Sue. And especially in the NFC Championship game, it was Fowler. You're putting two guys on Aaron Donald. And Fowler, it wasn't just the game-winning play that he had. Like, play after play, his quickness was beating the tackles of the Saints, who are better than the tackles of the Patriots. And by the way, he had his other best game of the year as a member of the Jaguars against the Patriots back in week two. They're lining Ndamukong Su up at defensive end, at defensive tackle. He got his sack when he's playing one technique over a nose tackle, I just don't think they've the offensive line of the Patriots has played a group I mean, like this, mm. and it's going to be harder for Brady. Doesn't mean they're not
5: going to win. I think I'm just saying it's going to be harder. Mark for is incredulous. Greg, unless like Dante Scarnecchia is on psilocybin <laughs> 12 minutes before kickoff, I think the, I think Brady is going to be fine.
6: <laughs> you ready I'll, for a humble brag? Yeah, let's hear it. Before I left for the Super
5: Bowl, Lakeisha and I ran into
6: Kara henderson sneed at a bar in Manhattan The wife Beach. of GM of the Rams. Name dropper. Week. And we spent like 10 minutes talking about Dante Fowler as the X-Factor in this game. He's I, a beast. I
3: mean, that was a humble brag, I have to say.
6: <laughs> Came through.
3: I mean, it, it, it did connect. It, it, you know, Fowler's a guy, he's interesting <laughs> in, in the fact that he um, was a nice pickup, but it wasn't making a ton of noise. No. And then he has the hit, the, the hit on uh, Breeze that leads to the interception in overtime. If he do, does what you think he could do, how many more millions is this guy gonna make on the open market if he gets there? That, this is this is how you make the
4: money. I mean, he—I thought he was the most valuable player on the team, and Sue being able to move all around. I'm throwing in, him into this mix too. Like he smells the Hall of Fame right now. It almost feels like he was chilling during the regular season, and now it's just like Sue time.
3: All right. Well, that was. I mean, Greg is so great. He, along with West, built Roto World brick by brick. This feels condescending. You, it was, you, it was you all <laughs> You told us in the green room green room I wasn't aware well, of asked. this
4: someone asked
3: You know. won uh, some type of fantasy award like the you called it the best picture of fantasy <laughs> writing award <laughs> which was what fantasy writer
4: of the year It was uh, yeah the fantasy sports writer of the year a nice little plastic trophy that's
3: somewhere So he's a smart guy and that was a great take obviously Bridget will be I mean on the board. humble brags just keep coming <laughs> Let's hear what Bridget has to say This will be fun
5: Crack is back Greg <laughs> Go to rehab.
4: Oh, you know what? Go to rehab. I mean, if anyone was going to rehab out of this four, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> Bad luck uh, for you to be sure. I don't even know who I mean. That's what's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, we, that so that's ju- what's that, dangerous that sounds about That's it. only
3: slightly judgmental. I don't, don't him, know but. about that. I also feel like the podcast just took a, a dark turn yeah. <laughs> with that one comment that will, if they did like some type of like a behind the music or like a football life, right. that would be when like he says it and then it goes to black and white and then they show our reactions I mean, and then nothing is ever the same. Hit
5: back at the machine, please. I mean, be,
3: be mad at the human programming this computer. Uh, that's silly. All right, Mark. <laughs>
5: okay. Now,
3: just for people, you guys are all obviously listeners of the show. Last time we did this, Mark got very upset. Uh, with the way the robot, uh, (laughs) you know, what what came out of the robot when she did her computation. So just bring the heat this time, because we don't want that again.
5: I don't want that either. I'm going to bring the heat right now. At some stage in this game, a player will sustain a big enough rip or tear in his jersey to require serious attention by a team tailor and or equipment staff. I'm talking a big-ass rip. (laughs) (laughs) Analyze that, Rosenthal. Team Taylor. Wow. I don't know if there are Team Taylors, but you have to Uh, He's got a
6: sign that says, I have a Sessler.
5: So you have a (laughs) Sessler about that one, huh?
3: Browns, Super Bowl champions. I love this guy. 2047. Um... All right, well, I like that. I always like when the jersey gets ripped. It, it, it is, it, it's its kind—it's masculine, and it shows that the game sure. is physical and you brutal see, in like, nature. You see, like, the
5: body and the parts in the stuff. Like girl. Earl Campbell putting his head
6: into
3: Isaiah
5: Robertson. Not that jersey. big of a rip, but a big noticeable rip. I wonder what the
3: robot will have to say about this. The last time we played this, you called it the whole segment a manufactured joke, as I recall. Accurately. All right, let's, <laughs> see, let's see what happens this time, because there's there's really no way you can uh, take that any other way. This. Let's see what the robot says. Bridge? Mark, that is a manufactured
0: joke. Ha, ha,
5: ha. (laughs) I do like British accents, but I don't like that one. She's become sentient. She has a sense of humor now, and she's mocking you. Well, listen. I mean, if you want to get into how this whole segment is cooked up, we can just go on with it. All right, here's my prediction. All right. Um, uh,
3: Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman. Edelman... For the first five weeks of every calendar year, turns into Jerry Rice. So to think that he is now going to get shut down in the Super Bowl, your boy he's going to have a big game. What does that mean? Seven for 100, maybe a touch. Aim higher. Could be higher. Gronk, meanwhile, the the rope-a-dope of taking him out of the offense and all that, I think he shows up big in the AFC title game. And you know the Rams and Wade Phillips are going to say, Oh, we, it's, you know, people aren't noticing that the, the Patriots have a sneaky, like, check-down, boring-as-hell offense where Brady <laughs> completes, come. like, 79% of his passes to running backs out of the backfield. We're going to take that away, so what's going to happen? Gronk, who's had two weeks to rest up, he's going to be revitalized. He'll have a big game, too. So my prediction is Gronk and Edelman go over 230 yards and score two touchdowns combined. Monster day, and I'm very nervous about it. I want to hear what Bridget
4: thinks about this.
3: You guys are getting killed, so I don't, I don't imagine I'll do well. Yeah, but no, she's well, under how your thumb. That, please. She's a robot. Let's hear what she has to say. I'm nervous about this. it going to work out for me.
1: Dan,
0: you have done it again. <laughs> you are amazing. And very hot.
5: Oh. Well, I got it. I, I win the segment. Mark? <laughs> I'm going to find this robot in the off-season
4: <laughs> and take her
5: apart. Bit by bit.
4: All right. I always feel uncomfortable when Dan says too many nice things about the Patriots, what ulterior motives are going on. Well, you you know me well, my friend.
2: Let's take a second here to hear from a sponsor. Clean up your remote control clutter in time for the Super Bowl with Control Center by Cavo. Plug in your streamer, sound system, cable, or satellite, even your game console, and Control Center does it all. Control Center simplifies your home theater so you can control everything connected to your TV with one easy-to-use remote with voice control. Don't fumble with different remotes or run out the clock with messy search results. <laughs> See what they did there? Just say what you want to watch and Control Center will take you straight there. One universal voice remote controls it all, so all you need to do is say, "Watch Any Given Sunday the show," and Control Center by Cavo handles the rest. Be the MVP of your Super Bowl party with Control Center so you can finally get off AV duty and bring back joy to watching TV. I love Cavo. It's super cool, really fun, and it makes it it makes you look really badass whenever you're at a party. You know, you have people over, you just say, hey, Cavo, you know, watch uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Boom, it's on. Amazing. You got to get it. Shop now just in time for Super Bowl Sunday and get 40% off Control Center with promo code around. That's $59.95, 40% off the regular pricing of $99.95. Control Center is available at caavo.com and also Best Buy. Control Center by Cavo, one remote that does it all. Let's get back to the show.
3: All right, it's now time for one of our favorite games. What's more likely? What's more likely? Yeah, that's a good one. It's one of the hits. Yeah. See, this guy's talking a lot, and you would think sometimes like, oh, he's talking a little bit too much. He needs but to when be he quit. has great ideas, yes, we're gonna call. This is the game we're gonna play. You just heard it, so that that was the warm up. The game we are playing next is called. What's more likely? Beautiful. All right, get us going. Mark, you're up first. Actually, no, let's start with Wes. (laughs) You got to save Mark for the cleanup hitter
6: on a a category like this. Yeah, what do you got, Wes? What's more likely? Two players everybody has been doubting for the past month, not at their physical peaks. Rob Gronkowski leads all players in receiving yards. Or Todd Gurley leads all players in yards from scrimmage.
3: Now the crowd. No. Well, I was going to say what's more likely, but you guys think it's Gurley. Let's work this out. Let's workshop this, everybody. A lot of people went broke, down, and gronk. After he does his setup, then you drop the what's more likely. And then if you want to decide what it is immediately after that, then you say it. All right, here we go. He doesn't trust you. He doesn't trust me. All right, there we go. So you said
6: gronk, has more receiving yards than any player, or Todd Gurley has more yards from scrimmage than any player. Mm. Much
5: more
3: there we go. Gurley, Gurley huh? Well done. Mm. Gronk. See, Gronk, I'm nervous about. It. Like I just said, I, I feel like they are going to employ him and he's going to have a big game. But th- my P scale is about 14 for any Patriots Super Bowl <laughs> game <laughs> out of 10. Uh, but I also think it's a really good one because I also think Gurley, he's going to bounce back. He's not going to touch the
5: ball five times. I think McVeigh made it so clear. And he, you know, he blames but Was that an
4: answer? Which was the answer
5: there? Oh, uh, Gronk. <laughs> okay. Bummer. I'm going Gurley. I think McVeigh all week, you know, he blames himself for everything that goes wrong with the Rams, which he obviously should not be. But the usage of Gurley in, in the NFC title game and, and The guy who dropped two passes? and No, no doubt. But that also was like a reverse unicorn game for Gurley. He's not going to have that happen again. And I think, I think there's a big motivating factor here is to have Gurley right away. By the end of the first quarter, we're going to find out that he is there with a lot going on, a lot of yardage. You, you never want to go reverse unicorn. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want to be... Dangerous. That. Is that a maneuver? <laughs> I just made it
3: up. I don't know what it My is. My boy... <laughs> My boy Porzingis just got traded from the Knicks. No unicorn talks today. Okay. It's too soon. It's um, too soon.
4: I, I think it's got to be Gurley. I, when I look at the Rams, they've played zone defense throughout most of this playoffs in the second half of the season. But when that's playing into the Patriots' hand, you would think they'd play a little more man. And, like, who does Akib Talib cover? That's their most physical cover guy. Gronk. It's Gronk, and to me, that's a mismatch in favor of Tlaib. As much as I love Gronk, Ouch! I'm just—I think Gronk can Dang. get it off. He—he he won some one-on-one matchups against the cornerbacks in the AFC Championship. He'll get his numbers.
6: Are you worried that he can't jump anymore?
4: Yes, that's an issue. Although I did like that he—how much <laughs> he was In sports, typically, this week. yes. <laughs> like his feet do not leave the ground, so he gets a nice—you know—six for seventy-eight. But I, Todd Gurley has a better chance to do better. Than that. All right, why don't you throw it out there, Greg? Uh, what special teamer is more likely... Oh, I messed
3: it up. Oh.
4: <laughs> That's like... I, right. I, I do this every Shake time.
3: No one's here. No one's watching. <laughs> it's like 300 <laughs> people here right now. Mulligan. Your What's more likely,
4: Cordell Patterson makes a game-changing play. It doesn't have to be on special teams. Could be as a running back, could be as a receiver, could be as a returner. Or Johnny Hecker makes a game-changing play either with his foot or his arm.
3: Or his legs. More
6: likely. Did you just ask if he's gonna have a game changing punt?
4: I said he with could, his legs or his arm. <laughs> he could he, he, he could, could have game changing punt. punt. Absolutely.
3: Run for it. He's like one of the great punters of all time. Well, you know as, as you know very well the second Giants Patriots Super Bowl. Was it wasn't Matt Dodge, the Giants' punter, was as big a reason for the Giants winning that game
5: as pretty much anybody? was Eli. Well, we were calling well, him the. Right that was our first Super Bowl. We were calling co- him the MVP here. at the end of the second, at the first. Bill head.
4: Belichick is somewhere right now, like mumbling how much he loves John, Johnny Hacker he What a weapon! What a weapon! He. Is. Or he's
5: texting Sean McVeigh about it.
3: <laughs> um, Mark, you're up.
5: Did we answer? Go ahead, answer. It's time. Hackers the goat. He is. Giant, too. I mean, I think Hecker with his arm may make a game-changing play. That, that's part of their offense. All right, I'm with you. You're up, Mark. All right. Number one, hello to my wife, Simone. I'm sorry Simone? about everything. hey, yeah. I largely apologize for who I am. Where are you? Where
3: Here's you a little mind? fun fact. Uh, Simone and I, born on the same day and year, and there's really, there's a bond that, I mean, Simone. Baby buddies. Think about it. Mark sometimes you, you we're almost like twins in a way
5: yeah it's it's um it's a developing situation it's concerning <laughs> I monitor it heavily
3: I mean more best friends but yeah okay it's something to monitor if you
5: want well she's my best friend dan oh damn it ouch that hurt you're my second best friend I hate it here okay <laughs> here we go do I start by saying what's more likely oh my See, god it is tricky. i don't I, I'm like I'm no, like one no, no. derivation Let removed from it. Colleen Fox. This Colleen segment's Fox, been in Fox, mothballs it's, for a while. <laughs> Alright, go ahead, Mark. All right. In an attempt at deep psychological warfare, the New England Patriots try to run the Philly special, or the LA Rams try to run the Philly special. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Has Tom Brady
3: tripped
6: ever, every time they've tried this right. play? Do not throw the ball to Tom Brady.
3: <laughs> He's like a, a college freshman after like the fourth beer. <laughs> like If you put him in the open field, he is going down.
6: That's not what I hear about Tom Brady's beer drinking ability. The last oh yeah, time sure. they
4: ran a play very similar to the Philly special... Tom Brady tripped and tore his MCL and basically ruined the next five weeks of the Patriots season.
3: How do you even survive such disappointment? Right, a Malcolm Butler. (laughs) What a hard life you have as a Patriots fan. Five weeks of doubt. (laughs) My God. The Dark Ages. (laughs) Unbelievable. All right. Here's mine. Oh, do we have anybody? Does anyone want to answer the question? I mean, I answered. That was my answer. Rams. Okay. Rams. All right, here we go. What's more likely, the Patriots appear in two more Super Bowls before Tom Brady's career is over, or the Jets or Browns win a Super Bowl before Dan and Mark's lives are over? Say that again. What was the Patriots? Patriots appear in two more, at least two more Super Bowls before Brady's done. Or the Jets or Browns win one Super Bowl before Mark or myself are dead and in the ground,
5: worm feed, hopefully fifty years from now. I mean, the X factor is there's no way to know when we're going to die. I know. Yeah, I know. It's a little sneaky. Assuming normal life expectancy. It's one of the real issues with human existence. It is. It's a lingering mystery. I mean, Wait, is this the Human Existence Podcast? It can be. All right, welcome to the Human Existence Podcast. No, I'll okay, let Mark's. you speak about the Jets, Dan. Are you kidding me? The Browns are going to the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. Book it. And they're, and they're not going there to lose. They're going to win, and then they're going to win another, and then they're going to win another, and then I'm going to be... I, I don't even need it after that. I mean, honestly... it's Shit what, me out to see.
3: Well, that is what Baker Mayfield has done for... And I'll speak about Mark specifically, because you are the only Browns fan or the, the friend of mine that I know is associated with the Browns the most, it's hard to talk, hmm. that he changed the entire outlook for the fans. Like, it, it gave you swagger. Like, when he said yeah. that we're dangerous or I'm dangerous, whatever he said, it was adorable. Was like, Mark, that, was, Mark came into the office the, the next day, just like... <laughs> Mark was
4: far cockier about the Browns than I was about the Patriots in December. No and doubt. it worked
5: out. They won seven games. <laughs>
3: What a victory. Uh, I would love yeah, I'm kind of counting on Baker Mayfield. Like how many
0: games did the Jets win this year?
3: Four. And thank you for asking. The usual.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, what are you what are you insinuating? We're we're on the same team here.
0: Security.
3: Get this man out <laughs> of the facility. I don't know how he got in here.
6: It's like the answer is Dan and Mark, but unfortunately. It's Baker Mayfield and the Browns.
3: That's fine. That's what? what I'm saying. I don't care who it is. Oh, no. I just want the Browns or the Jets. Somebody. It's got... I've, I've said this
4: for a while, and you guys always roll your eyes, that they're going to win... Both of them will win a Super Bowl in your lifetime. I think you're going to live happy, productive lives. You have like a Yoda You and lifespan. Simone are going to have grandchildren. And over a long enough timeline, it just... It happens. That's what sports...
3: That's what happens in sports. It's a vote for modern medicine. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, uh, nice seg.
5: Solid seg. Well. Thought it went okay.
2: Hey guys, hope you're enjoying our live show. Did you know that Lowe's is the new home of Craftsman? Lowe's is my new go-to destination where I can explore the latest innovative Craftsman products, including their new V20 Power Tool Battery Platform. The Craftsman's V20 cordless power tool lineup features a high-capacity lithium battery that's part of Craftsman's interchangeable battery system, so it works with all the tools in their V20 lineup, giving you the runtime you need and the power you deserve, not to mention a longer cycle life resulting in extended battery life. You'll also want to check out the V20 brushless power tools, proudly made in the USA with global materials in Charlotte, North Carolina. These brushless motors deliver high efficiency and with greater durability, Pair them with Craftsman Power Tools accessories like drill bits, saw blades, and more. For the latest Craftsman product updates, visit Lowe's.com slash around. That's Lowe's.com slash around. Lowe's is the new home of Craftsman.
3: Let's now uh, bring up a very important, vital part of the Around the NFL podcast. We love her. She does amazing work. And she's got sass. And that's what we like about her. Erica Tamposi. We know her as Ricky Hollywood. Come on up. Ricky!
5: I thought you were going to bring Andrew, Andrea uh, Kramer up to the stage. You're going to have to
2: talk because it's going to take me a surfing. minute to get all the way up there. Come on. You're going to have to film. By the way,
3: this is why Erica took the job right now, to be able to come up on stage. We're <laughs> very excited <laughs> to have her here and live out her dream. Is she coming?
2: Yeah, I'm on my way.
3: I mean, this is where we need some of those Browns
4: hecklers just to chime in again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Behind you.
3: Hey, oh. now. Hey, oh. yeah. Smooth. Ouch. All right. Um, buddy. What we're going to talk about now, and I would like, Erica. How are you, by the way?
2: I'm doing okay.
3: Yeah. How's what's it like working with us in general? Why are we over here just together? Yeah. Why are
2: we? <laughs> um, it's really, really awesome working for you. Which
4: guys. one is your favorite of the four of us?
2: Um, myself.
3: There you go. All right. <laughs> how about the Wes, one who got you another job? Wes, I'd like you to slide over one chair. Uh, Ricky. Whatever you, you say. Ricky, if you don't mind, could you sit there on your Love little to. stool? All right. Um, This is going to be a surprise uh, for you guys, the three of you. Uh, Mark and I, we want to have a discussion, don't we, Mark?
5: We do. It's time. Um,
3: Listen, uh, a lot of America and the world has patriots exhaustion, and uh, so do we. And what we've decided here is we're not going to fight it anymore. No. It is time to give up. Any hope that this stops? We understand now the Patriots will be winning or appearing at Super Bowls, what, three to ten years ahead of, from at here the, right at now? At the
5: low end of the spectrum. So you
3: got us. We give up. So Erica, Greg, Wes, Wait, w- we want to offer our what? What
6: am I doing on the Patriots side? Oh,
3: you're, you're I'm serious.
6: unbiased. I'm football agnostic. Hold on one second.
2: What are you grabbing?
4: He's got props.
2: <laughs>
4: Wes has been carrying that water right,
3: for the Patriots right. up and down the hill up and down the hill for years <laughs> so don't tell me you're not in this conversation so Wes Greg, Erica we surrender we surrender, that's it what we're going to do though we want to offer up the terms of surrender this is what happens in warfare It's this like Yalta? <laughs> What is that? This is like Yalta? It's kind of like Yalta, West. I mean, I, rem- I remember that fist I don't know, I know, and it I just go, yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, know what yeah, Yalta is. Definitely. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take turns uh, offering up some terms uh, of surrender, and, and then you guys can decide whether you accept them. Now, one thing to understand, if you do not accept our terms of surrender, Mark and I will quit the podcast and uh, move to the deep woods of Vermont and minute. buy a log cabin together and live That's together. I didn't script that. Uh, we'll talk about it later. That sounds hot.
2: <laughs> that would make my life so much easier.
3: <laughs> All right, here we go. You guys, here's the first term. Patriots. There, are, you're not allowed to have any more quote-unquote underdog narratives, that you know are used to inflame. I mean, come on. Used to inflame the fan base, move merchandise. I see you, Edelman.
6: <laughs> Woo hoo! And I talk know. yourselves
3: into a reality that simply does not exist. You are the house in blackjack. You are the evil empire. Just own it. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I remember a lot
4: of people picking against in this podcast all year. Go ahead. Oh wait, you're on that
6: side. I might have to leave Patriots fandom if you're trying to act <laughs> like they're actually
5: underdogs. You're not getting out of this, Wes. <laughs> you're in too deep now, Wes. Mark, you're in you're too up. deep. Term number two. For as long as the Patriots kick butt, Ricky Hollywood must comply to a strict uniform code that requires her every night of the week after 5 p.m. and all day long on Saturdays and Sundays to exclusively wear My Little Pony themed shirts, (laughs) pants, hats, socks, and workout gear. Off-brand My Little Pony garb is forbidden. Every article of clothing must be genuinely trademarked My Little Pony wear flush with pinks, aquas, and lavender tones. No excuses, no BS. (laughs)
2: I do that already.
5: (laughs) That sounds fun. It's not a reach. All right, no more
3: more inside sources telling us about epic statements uh, Tom makes behind closed doors. This is something that is way on my radar. Uh, We hear that uh, it was reported, I'm the baddest mother ever on the planet. We know, you know, I know Tom Brady. Over 20 years, he didn't say that. That was completely made up. Brandon Spikes, he says to Brandon Spikes, another report that came out a couple weeks ago, you think I play this shit to go to Pro Bowls? And that is like all it is after 20 years, he's not saying these things. Babe Ruth didn't call his shot. It's all legend making. No more of that. No more Brady legend making. Let, let the play on the field tell the story. Is that okay?
4: I mean, you're telling a story with like the rent that he's paying inside your head that you're thinking about this all day. Fair enough. Well, for accuracy's sake, accuracy's
3: sake, Michael Jordan is the baddest on the planet. All right. So
6: Brady's number two, at the
3: very least. This is how you win the crowd, or Dominique Wilkins. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: hey, he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals once. Ouch. <laughs> All right, mark it up. All right, until the pats totally bite, Erica, Wes, and Greg will take turns giving Dan shoulder, thigh, Ooh. and buttocks massages <laughs> Every day at 3.28 p.m. to commemorate New England's comeback win over, I'm sorry. Oh, no! Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Hey. Get him off the stage! I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you. And as as an adjoinder, each one of these massage sessions will air live on Daniel Jeremiah's Instagram story.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say
5: air live on his podcast,
6: which would be an improvement entertainment wise. Wow.
2: Is HR Damn. in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Curious.
3: Who is Daniel Jeremiah? That's a great question. Don't know. Uh, this one's simple, and I feel like you guys will comply. No more uh, Bon Jovi in Robert Kraft's luxury box. You just don't eat it. That's it. Yeah. I, don't I, need would, the bon Jovi. I would say
4: no more luxury box shots in general. Please. He
3: is coming hard. Uh, Kraft, or at least I guess CBS, is coming hard for uh, Jared Jones' corner on the luxury box cutaways. Kraft versus Jared is one of the battles to watch right now.
5: Leave Bon Jovi switch. in
6: 1987. Ouch.
5: Jerry's just doesn't happen in February. For as long as New England is annoyingly awesome at football, all three of you must endure the following. Every April 16th, Bill Belichick's birthday... You will each be crammed individually into a cardboard box, complete with food, water, and waste bags. You will then be shipped, ground rate, second class, from Los Angeles to Foxborough. Dan and Mark will monitor your progress via UPS, USPS <laughs> tracking technology. Wait, you got the post
4: office in on this? Oh, yeah. I mean, these are two of my favorite people in the world. If I'm going to be stuck in a
3: box with anyone. You're in a box by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my favorite Individual person. Individual boxes. World, so. Hey, Ricky, do you know how to play piano?
2: What do you think I am?
3: I don't know. Producer. I mean,
2: I could try. I'll well, give it a shot.
3: Hey, now. <laughs> she could play a little, maybe? I
2: don't really. I, I know chopsticks, I feel like.
6: All right, try it. Ricky, don't lose that number. <laughs> Is that our quest? No, that's a Steely Dan song. I know, that's what I'm saying.
2: What?
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Deep breath from us. Hey now. What a talented woman. Give it up for Ricky Hollywood. (laughs) Very good. All right, here we go. One more. One more. Yeah. I feel like it's going well. I feel like they are going to. I think we're
5: getting our message out there, and it's being met fairly. All right. Here we go.
3: No more Scott Zolak until the scientists can find a way to effectively medicate him. I love Tom Brady. Definitely no more Bill Belichick zombie chants. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. No more Tom Brady mob taunts. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there's Bill. <laughs> Bartlett, uh, bar- Ryan Bartlett, maybe got into the open bar before. Uh...
2: <laughs> He's been drinking my wine back there, I but know. I thought it'd be okay. He puts
3: the bar in Bartlett. No more Tom Brady mob taunts.
0: Mm. We're excited. I hope you guys are excited.
3: Oh, my God. No more of this. <sighs>
0: Dev said, Let's let him hear it all the way down to Atlanta. We're still here. <laughs> We're still here.
3: Y'all, y'all paid just to boo us for an hour? <laughs> and finally, no more of Jim Nance accidentally revealing his man crush for Brady live on air. Mr. Cool
6: takes the snap. Mr. Cool is not a thing. Mr. Cool? It's not a thing, Jim. I agree emphatically to that term. Yeah, those are, those uh, close are fine. it out, Mark. Those All right.
5: Fine. The eighth and final term that you will agree to. Until the Patriots dynasty dies, Wes must, starting this Monday, cease writing any and all football content. Instead, he must launch an obsessive WordPress blog focused exclusively on Nancy Drew. (laughs) Daily deep dives on every single Nancy Drew novel, impassioned Wes-created fan fiction centered around Nancy Drew's adult struggles with cocaine, ecstasy, (laughs) Adderall, star caps, mushrooms, molly, mescaline, and pure strains of Colorado-grown hash. Along with the written content, Wes will host a weekly three-hour-long podcast called Nancy's World.
6: <laughs> We're starting with Superfudge.
3: You're in. <laughs> All right, now that we've laid out the terms, Greg, I'll let you speak for the group. Do you accept our terms of surrender?
4: Hell no. I mean... <laughs> I, rem- I remember Mark Sessler having a fist bump with a gleam in his eye as Tom Brady finished off a drive against the Seahawks about four years ago. I don't
5: remember two years ago. <laughs> because he enjoys
3: football in the moment. He'll get you back on Sunday. So that's a no. That's a no. Oh, that's, I mean, that's great. All right, this segment's over.
6: Get out of my seat. Greg doesn't speak for me. I accept all terms. Ricky,
3: no. <laughs> Wes, do you need your bucket? You Got to carry that water. I'm done carrying their water. All right, it's time to play Go Get My Lunch. Oh, it's one of our famous games where we make uh, predictions, and what we want to do is predictions about the game uh, that lead to our gogetmylunch.org by Nick Fortier. He does an awesome job tracking the standings of uh, where we are with our predictions. Now one each for Super Bowl 53. Mm. Let's get it going. Greg. So many options here.
4: Let's go with the simplest one possible, that a guy that, ta- that Mark Brady apparently, I mean, Mark Sessler apparently doesn't, uh, shout out to Mark Brady, by the way, he's out there. Confused him with a shadowy league figure. Doesn't a, a appear to enjoy watching anymore, Tom Brady Ouch. wins the Super Bowl MVP.
3: Hmm. Super Bowl MVP, how many would that be for Tom? That would be five, I believe. That is an
4: onion hanger. <laughs> 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 got to win the game and he's got to perform. You would th- Yeah, I mean, he plays so out of his mind. I like this matchup for the Patriots passing game. I think ultimately they're not going to be able to run the ball as much. And even though they do get after Brady in this game that he steps it up.
3: All right.
6: Okay. We'll see how it plays out. I hope you're wrong.
4: <laughs> we have but- to
6: decide if we're taking it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> forgot about that. Well, I'm going to approach this from a Greg Rosenthal angle. Mathematically, you've got the field, so 45 active players on each side. That's true. One out of 90, but then you have to carry the three and factor in that he's a quarterback
4: and Math the greatest hard. of all time. I'm still
6: taking the field.
5: <laughs> it's, the, it's the percentage play. The field is the smart play, they say. What about you, Mark? I know that you think that I cannot stand Tom Brady. It's quite the opposite. It's just that I root for a different team. Uh, but I will. Team <laughs> of well, not really, but yeah. I wow. knew that was coming. Ricky's got the wine too. <laughs> I I I think if they win and he has even a. Team <laughs> of oh, now I get it. Good <laughs> work, Eric. No. A relatively successful game. He gets the MVP. I just think there's two, this is all narrative, right? I mean, he's you don't get, not give a 40 something year old quarterback the, the MVP. God. Gave it to Deion Brandt? Greatest of all time, no doubt.
3: And we know Jim Nance, we just talked about it. He called, what do you call him, Hot Boy? Oh no, Mr. Cool. Yeah, Hot not Boy. Hot no. <laughs> it's, it's Jim. It's Jim Nance who I think hands the trophy over. He's involved with the Hopefully it's not Witten presentation. Case <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, poor Jason Witten, that poor guy. After the year he had, I mean, give the guy a break. Yeah. Well, that's a fair point, too. You pick it up from the base. You always know you pick it up from the base. Um, I, will, I will not take you up on that, because I think the Patriots have a good chance to win. And Tom Brady, narrative, yeah. 41, yes. Jim Nance, Mr. Cool. I can't take you on it. All right, I'll do one. Sean McVay, who, by the way, did you know he's 33? Hmm. True story. Joey's you know half the age of Bill Belichick. These are all nugs that I'm dropping for the first time. <laughs> he did. He played against Edelman in college. All right. Anyway, McVeigh and Belichick will have a midfield encounter at the end of the game. That will be a big story after the game and into the next week. And I'll tell you why. It's not just something I'm rooting for because it'd be fun. I think there's something to Belichick, who is hyper competitive. He loves being known as the goat coach. And all this hype that Sean McVay has been getting over the last two years, what better stage could Bill Belichick ask for than to knock the young prince off the throne, than to completely destroy him or potentially attempt to embarrass him uh, on the stage of the Super Bowl? Like, you know, remember in Fight Club when Ed Norton, like, pounded, (laughs) uh, pulverized Jared Leto's face, or was Jordy Catalano's face, and, said I, and they're like, why did you do that, Psycho Boy? I just wanted to destroy something beautiful. I think that's where Belichick's head is at in this game. And I think what could happen here... I think that's where your head's at right now. It leads yeah, to... Yeah, no, don't go near Sean McFay's face. And I think that leads to potential issues at midfield.
5: I mean, I get, I get a, some, a sort of wish-casting vibe with this one. <laughs> uh, you know, I, number one... McVeigh would never do that to Belichick. So it has to go from the other way, Belichick towards McVeigh.
3: That would be the more likely, because he's done it before. When yeah. Bill, we haven't seen it in a while, but the, he is, it's documented that sometimes he gets a little cranky, he could be a sore loser, and on this stage against the kid, maybe... When, really when he loses out. the Super
4: Bowl, he looks like a cadaver that has had all the blood drained out of him. <laughs> like, I yeah. really feel bad. I'm a patriot. I love Bill Belichick more than But anything. he's hot the rest bad, of the time. so
5: bad for him in
4: that scenario. <laughs>
5: I'll take you up on it.
4: You will, okay. Well, why not? Belichick
6: does live in a hollowed-out volcano in the middle of the Pacific mm. Ocean. <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> true. But, Google Earth uh, But the odds are against you on this one. I'm taking it.
4: Okay, yeah, that's fair. I think, like, like the way you've been reading the Patriots for years, you've got this totally wrong. Bill Belichick <laughs> has mo- wow, so much more how respect. smug. I mean, you've been waiting. <laughs> you've been saying gradual decline for, for a few MVPs. They... Bill Belichick (laughs) has more respect for Sean McVay, I think, than just about any coach in the league. And
3: that's why it'll be so disgraceful.
4: And I think Bill Belichick showed last year he he handled the loss well. And if they win, he's going to be in a great mood and, I think, be as complimentary as humanly possible to Sean McVay. Like someone that he sees, I think, kind of carrying on another guy from a football family uh, who he loves, essentially. So you're taking it? (laughs) not taking (laughs) it. Somebody's not not buying buying it. it. I'm not buying it.
3: That's an onion hanger, by the way, Greg. That you're is right. Sure, you want to redo?
4: I mean, they don't, the sandwich tastes the same whether it's an onion <laughs> hanger or not. Uh, Wes, you're up.
6: A touchdown will be scored by the defense or special teams.
3: Hmm. Mm, this is like an old desert people prop bet. Greg got a little excited. This is right Getting in his in wheelhouse. Chair.
5: <laughs> I want to. Yeah, I'm trying We're to. Think.
4: So no more specifics. Just any special teamer or defensive player. Exactly, a non-offensive touchdown. Yeah, I'll take that. I mean, I'm with you. I'll take it too. I I could feel Kyle Van Noy maybe on one of those. Corey Littleton is where they block don't, punt, where they don't know who's coming through, and he pops it free. And John Simon runs
3: into the end zone for a Patriots We're the only touchdown. football podcast that talks about special teams with such
5: enthusiasm. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, it just it separates us. Mark, I'll take you because I know no matter what my prop bet is, it will hmm. be talked down, shredded, and not accepted. <laughs> and I, I think I think Tom Brady could get picked off. I mean, you're
4: you got Wade Phillips, who. The son of bum. Who confused them quite a bit in 2015 with the Broncos by changing up his coverages. And I did notice this week, Wade Phillips noticed that Bill Belichick said that he hasn't changed his defense in 30 years. And he made a little sly comment the other day that's like, hey, I'm just a simple guy. I haven't changed my defense in 30 years. And I just thought, oh, no, he is sending the house at Brady. And either leave <laughs> or yeah. Marcus Peters, who are as good as anyone, maybe picks him off and goes to the house.
3: Peters is I like dupe. That. I like, by the way, shout out to Dave Damashek, who reached sure. out to Wade Phillips and uh, had him dress up like his uh, dad, Bum, Getting off the plane, coming to Super Bowl week. That was a nice moment. Nicely done by Shaq and Bum Phillips, if
6: you haven't read about him. One of the great characters in NFL history. Where can you read about him, Wes? Mm. Here comes the plug. NFL.com slash blue. <laughs> Chris Wessling, <laughs> ladies
3: and gentlemen. Thank it you. It is a great piece, and Wes is a gifted writer. Finally, Mark.
5: They've taken that off the website. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Super Bowl 53 will float along at a pedestrian pace. Everything will go just as planned until... In a moment of total weirdness, a foreign object tumbles down from the ceiling of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and onto the field. Like a pink d- Uh No. This I am not is our pre- last
3: podcast. It's yes,
5: thank Signing you off. <laughs> there might, there might not, be a Bills
3: fan in the crowd. It's not well, Buffalo.
5: It, yeah, I'm not, I'm not predicting what the object will be, but it will not be a human. Uh, so that it's, well, that's good. Uh, yes, but maybe one of those bags of confetti typically stored for the winning team. Oh, like, uh, s- like malfunction. Like, comes undone, like, early in the game, and okay. it just rains down on the field. Maybe a stadium <laughs> worker, one of those ones that are way high up, drops his Reuben sandwich. <laughs> Maybe a dead, per- like a dead bird tumbles down to the turf, shouldn't be flying inside of a dome to begin with. That's his fault. <laughs> I'm not sure what the object will be, but something will fall on the field before now, the game wraps. So let, 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 me, let me say this, mm. Mark,
3: because what happens with these controversial props you make they're not you leave just enough wiggle room where no matter what happens, you make a case that you're right. So let me. I want. Let's cover all our bases right. here.
4: <laughs> make it specific. So, I mean, if like something falls out of a referee's pocket, or if someone drops a
5: you know, no, it's trash from it it's a, from the it's roof, the roof of the stadium. Like okay. we're talking, and it falls like does does it, it has st- to be
6: significant enough that the broadcast mentions it. Absolutely, okay, we're all
5: okay. going all right, to see, be now talking, we're talking about it. We need oh. to have more structure. I'm not saying that. Oh, no one saw and a small <laughs> object fall from the ceiling. No one saw it, but I'm going to argue that it happened. It's going to create a Twitter storm and a waves of mysterious comments and people and wondering. It has to fall oh, from above. From
3: from how high
5: up? What is the minimum? What feet? I wrote was because we always <laughs> have to go back and read these things. A foreign object tumbles down the from the ceiling of the Mercedes-Benz the Stadium. I mean, from the ceiling area, I'm talking like one of the highest ledges up there. What
3: is your uh, access level on your credential? Can you get up there? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'm yeah. on to you, Sessler. I'm tracking this closely. I will I take you on the it, though. I culprit. You will? Yeah. Okay. I, I will Shocker. absolutely take you on <laughs> yeah, it.
4: Yeah, I will take you and make you actually buy the sandwich this time. Please, because this is too ridiculous.
3: Okay. Let's make it a sweep. There you Stunner. go. <laughs> uh. yes sir <laughs> alright we're, uh, we're coming up near the end now so it's game prediction time let's <laughs> let's set up the stakes uh, as you guys as listeners of the pod know and it would be really weird if you weren't a listener of the podcast and you were here but if that is uh, this is your first show I hope you like it but uh, we do shout we- out to the bearded guy there hope you bearded like guy <laughs> is it alright? Is it, is it fine? will it's you start okay? listening? yeah it's like C, C plus, B minus B plus alright we pick a lock every week, week 1 through 17, and then through the postseason, and entering Super Bowl Sunday, Greg and I eliminated. It just wasn't our year. No big deal. What are you going to do? I got a trophy from last year. But oh, Mark, only one back of Wes right now. Yeah, there We're there. Mark and Wes. Wes, you're one game behind Mark, so there will be a lock. Now, you can both lock into the same game, and then it's over. Mark, you're the champion, the undisputed champ. Let's see how it all plays out. Mark, since you have... Uh, the lead, it's only fair. You get to make the choice first.
5: We would never have a scenario where I take Wes out tonight. We're not going to have that. This is going to go down to the final game. I admire
6: your sportsmanship.
5: I really, even right to the second and not sure who to pick, I've gone back and forth (laughs) a thousand times. It's the best Mark thing ever. I am going to... This will
3: affect Mark's mood
5: for the rest of the week and I have to let you guys No, You know what? There's a
3: lot of pressure, not just no. on Mark right now, but on all of us.
5: What I walk
3: out Simone of this... knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. She oh, knows. <laughs> there was a moment
4: like a week ago or so where I, he let us into his mind where, he's, where he mentioned, he's like, you know, Wes and I, we've just been thinking about this lock thing hour after
5: hour the last week and a half. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't think Wes has. <laughs> not once. <laughs> I cannot do anything worse than tie for the lead. So there is a little bit of an element That's of peace. True. But you are right. I have made life... Hard for you all, and for my significant other, based on many things. Um, <laughs> Wes, I'm going to pick, because I think this also aligns you with your future significant other, I'm going to pick the New England Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a score. The score? 38 to 34.
3: Shootout. That's what they call it in the industry. <laughs> Wes, you now have the option. The floor is open. You can accept, lock defeat, which hypothetically you could because you're, you're open or that you don't really care. Uh, and you love carrying the water up and down the hill. So it's, it seems like it might be a little bit of a quandary for you right now. Well, people don't really
6: remember this, but the Rams were the better team all year. Absolutely. It's not until the last two weeks that people thought the Patriots were better. That's right. The Rams are the better, more talented team. I stand with the Paramore. Rams hey, wedding, 30-27, and I'm locking it up.
3: <laughs> well done, and and what uh, what you did last week, locking against the Rams uh, with with the Saints, I worried that there would be no wedding to go to. No doubt. In May, that was a risky move, but it showed that you're a man of principle. That was your pick then, but your pick now puts us. In a lock-off with a title on the line. It's the way it should be. Hubba, hubba. Um, I I will tell you this. I, you know, I don't want the Patriots to win, but after everything seems to be surging for New England. Don't do it. What? Have
4: some integrity. Well, let's
3: see. Everything seems to be... They're peaking the Patriots at the right time, which annoys me because they did feel like this was the end, but then what we saw in the divisional playoffs against the Chargers, my goodness, that was scary. They carried it on the go to Arrowhead, and now they got the confidence. And what's weird about this Patriots team is that there's... What pressure is there for the Patriots ultimately? Yes, you want to win the Super Bowl, but, I mean, if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl and wins the MVP... He's already the GOAT. If he loses, it's like, well, there's no shame in losing to the Rams, and it means you've been to nine Super Bowls. So, there's, there's no heat on him. This is this a dangerous I think it hurts dangerous more than it ever hurts, though. Well, you could say that, but the way I look at it is no pressure at all. Mm. Oh, okay? Are you going to
6: lock up the Patriots for a second straight week? But
3: then I, then I thought about something. Mm. <laughs> in fact, it wasn't something I thought. I was uh, at my home last week, and I am not kidding when I say this. You would think this is A manufactured joke, as Mark calls it. I had a vision, a straight-up legit vision of Uh, Rams. Yes, of Rams left tackle Andrew Whitworth walking across the Mercedes-Benz Stadium with his children in each arm. I am not kidding. With the confetti coming down, and he is a champion. This was a real vision I had. And because of that, I got to lock up the Rams. It's a vision. You never mess with a vision. Can you picture it? I even have the children. He's got four kids, twins, Sarah and Drew, Michael and Catherine. I'll go with the twins, Sarah and Drew in each arm, walking across the confetti-strewn field.
5: And twins. And twins. And twins? It's weird when they're kids. (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's... I I I
4: thought we got this guy out of here. (laughs) He picked us in the AFC Championship game. All right, here we go. What do (laughs) you got? I think the story of Rob Gronkowski is one of football's great stories. The great, greatest tight end of all time. A a man-child who changed what is possible at the position.
5: Have you watched Seth DeValve? (laughs) Physical. Great hands. Have you seen Can't Jeff take Cumberland
3: him down.
4: by any chance? Cumbie! Until this season. And this season has been tough to watch. If you love Gronk and you believe in Gronk, it's like watching a superhero who suddenly doesn't have mm. any powers until the playoffs. And then he starts playing a little better in the first game. And then he comes out a little bit in the second game. And I look at him and I look at a guy who knows he's one game away from the end. From retirement. He's feeling free. His body is giving up on him, but he has a chance to be great one more time and rise from the ashes from what's been a terrible season. He's not the only person that's had a terrible season. There's a little man by the name of Dr. Rainmaker. Mm. Oh no! Oh no! Uh oh. Uh oh! Who's who's had it tough this year? Made a lot of wrong picks and
3: lost and, a lot of people, their homes, yeah, not to mention your <laughs> clients
4: and their, and their children's college funds. And unfortunately, the you know the people, the people that were with them, they can't be here tonight because they're in jail or they they really don't have friends anymore. Honey, we can't get Richard braces. I trusted oh. the Rainmaker. <laughs> but much like Rob Gronkowski, you got to save your best for the playoffs. You got to push all your chips yeah. in the table for the Super Bowl. And in the city of Atlanta, you best sure got to make it rain down on them. <laughs> The Rainmaker He's back. Is back. I mean, come on, you could go double or nothing for the whole season. I wanted to drop dollar bills on this entire yeah, place, this but it wasn't gonna happen with dance, the shadowy league the figures. The doctor is in! Well, the, the whole NFL, you know, gambling thing, this might be the last time it's the Dr. Rainmaker, <laughs> so it is retiring with a win on
3: Sunday, 31 to 21. All right, and I have 34, 31. All right, there we go. This is exciting. Yes. And it's been so exciting being with you guys. This is an amazing experience for us. So before we go, as I said, at the top of the show, uh, we'll take some questions for the audience if, if you have any. Do we... Uh, I didn't even think of this. Do we have a microphone, Ricky? Yes,
1: we do. Yeah, oh, we do. do.
3: Great. All right. Who's up first? I can't see it. Oh, here we go. Right up in front. This gentleman. Check, check, check. Hey, man. What's your name? My name's Johnny. Nice who's sleeve. Who's
5: all right, so look, good I ink a talk. question for you. So we've, uh, we've had a lot of talk in the pod in the last week about over and under on drinks that you guys are going to be having. Mm. And I see you guys are drinking straight Tito's right now in the water bottle. Of course. <laughs> got <laughs> that right. Looks. Where are we at? I want to know. Individual counts all throughout.
3: Okay. Thanks, All man. right, that's a fair question. And as Greg hinted at earlier.
5: Why don't we uh, start the low know. end
3: of the scale?
4: <laughs> I'm not a drinking man. I'm just going to leave it at that.
3: He doesn't. He doesn't focus on
5: drinking. He just judges us. I feel like there's it's been, no judgment. There's no you know, judgment.
3: it's been pretty under control. They're actually making us do a lot of work now here, which really gets in the way of having fun. But, you know, Tito's, he's always my friend. He's the one person I can trust in this world. So we're probably about, I don't know, 10, 12 deep. It's disappointing. Wes, it, it had been talked about that you were potentially going to have 100 drinks. Where did we come down? <laughs> my biggest takeaway of Super Bowl week is that I'm not going to come close. To 100 drinks. You hear and that, I spilled, I spilled
6: half of it on my shirt the other day. The night, night is yes. young.
3: Yes. Well, Wes was walking around the bar in our hotel with a, a big red stain on his shirt, and I said, uh, said Wes, button that up. He said, don't tell me what to do. That's where I keep it. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mark? You've been having fun.
5: Well, I mean, I, I would argue that compared to past Super Bowls, the count is far lower because we have these early call times. Last two nights helped, though. They helped quite a bit. Um, We've only been here four nights. Yeah. Oh Well, I don't know the number, but I hope to go past 50 and, by the end of tonight. There you go. And we want,
3: yeah. The fun thing is, if you, anybody wants to hang out and get a drink, please join us. Let's uh, have fun together. Who else got a question?
5: We got question. one over here from Johnny.
3: Oh. Johnny. Uh, so my favorite segment is, you're the GM, and what has been your... I guess y'all's favorite role to play uh, is GM or
4: coach. Mm. Mm. I mean, my memory only lasts like three days maximum. That's that's the goldfish memory. Was that Dave Gettleman, I think, was a a fun guy at one point?
6: Yeah, Gettleman was good. You really nailed the accent on Gettleman. You got in character.
3: (laughs) For me, it's a no brainer. This one's for John! I wish we could play the La Cid version of the song, but just imagine it in your head right now. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love playing Elway because he's just larger than life, and it seems like uh, any conversation with John Elway is just like him yelling at you either about a player or about one of his used car lots. I just imagine that. Wes, how about you? I believe I
5: coined the Sugar Bear nickname for Reggie McKenzie.
3: You did a nice job of
5: that. Yes, so that would have been my favorite. There you go. I really enjoyed playing the role of Sashi Brown, but then he was sent very far away. Sashi <laughs> Brown! Where is Sashi? In fact, I, I don't think he's even identifiable on Google searches, and I am pretty good at Google searching people. You so guys want to
6: hear a Sessler bar story?
5: Yeah. 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 I know where you're going. Yes. This Uh-oh. was the San Francisco Super Bowl. In Simone, England. please leave the room for three minutes. Earmuffs. And Connor
6: Orr, who is a champion, purchased a bunch of... Drinks for us while we were finishing up the Super Bowl podcast. We came back and Mark put on a show, yelling in front of all the sports writers in San Francisco. Mark's gonna kill you. Just randomly every three minutes, Sashi
5: Brown. <laughs> well, <laughs> my expectations were met. Well, that's
3: true. All right, what else
5: we got? We got one right here. All right, Sir? so my uh, my question is a two parter. Uh, number one, um, I've I've been watching Greg throughout this entire thing, and I've been noticing his thousand yards
4: there. And I'm wondering <laughs> Yikes Yeah, he seemed to be zoning out And I've just been wondering um, With his uh, devotion to uh, the uh,
5: JRVP podcast Junior VP
0: um, <laughs>
5: I've been wondering uh, Do you ever wonder like, you know, where his allegiance is like? Wow Ooh, I thought I you like going to ask that. if he was
4: back on the acid Don't try to make trouble <laughs> Dan definitely doesn't like this question
3: yeah, What? listen, answer the question. Stinky Davis.
4: Yeah, I well, like it.
3: I like your Stinky Davis tendencies.
4: The 1,000-yard stare you would get used to if you just got to know me. That's kind of my general function. Like, Dan, <laughs> Dan was talking about a number of things we discussed, apparently, as a group on the way over here, which I had completely zoned out for. I'm just kind of in my own mind thinking about things, yes. and I would never... Uh, worry about allegiances when it comes to JRVP. That is about to get canceled shortly based on our, <laughs> our last
5: episode. I mean, all I do is change the name one more time to JRP, because the vanity is so definitely implied.
3: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, who else got a question? Ryan. Marcus over here has one for you. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, man. On a scale of one to 10, New Orleans being one, um, let's say Miami is a 10. How is Atlanta ranked as a Super Bowl city so far? Ah. Well, I would say that one of the most important things, and we've been to a bunch now, humble brag. Um, We're very lucky that we've been, the NFL sent us a lot, and one of the big things you want is accessibility. You don't want to be getting on a bus and traveling hours to get to the stadium or to the media night or to the hotel where the teams are. Atlanta, they do it right. Solid infrastructure in Atlanta! (laughs) Everything's close. Yeah, infrastructure. Uh, so we love that. And people. <laughs> and, 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 and and yeah, so the infrastructure is tremendous. But the people. That's better than a Patriots cheer. Yeah, the, the people also are super friendly, which we've been talking about. Everyone, whether it's people at the hotel or just people on the street. Very cool. So Dave, it's, it's been, been
5: great. A, and uh, I can't wait to find out what Atlanta has to offer. There was one Super Bowl. There was one Super Bowl where Wes and I, I'm not going to even say the city. We were stationed like 140 minutes outside of the main part of town. There were piles of rubble on every corner. Right. It felt like (laughs) Oswald's Minsk, Russia. And uh, we were concerned for our own safety during that Super Bowl. It's three hours and 45 minutes from the Mercedes-Benz Dome to Huckapoo's on
6: Tybee Island. Mm. So Atlanta is my favorite Super Bowl city. I'm heading there Monday.
3: Forget the charter flight back to L.A. Yeah. Infrastructure and geography, proximity. (laughs) And Southern Hospitality. couple more.
6: Hi. Um, During Mark's sandwich props, we get a lot
3: of apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah. What apocalyptic scenario do you think should be the name of Delaware's comeback album? Oh. Oh. Now, (laughs) for those of you who do not know, including New Guy, how you doing, buddy? Yes. Uh, Greg in high school... Had a it was kind of like a neo funk goth acid rock band it's called so, Delaware so inaccurate. A Little Pog
4: so inaccurate.
3: He was the lead singer and keyboardist.
4: Uh, you know, just kind of like little maracas little sometimes maracas, or whatever. So They're like little, the lead the lead singer. Yeah. I did have dyed black hair down
5: to here. I mean, Drink we, it we in, know, ladies. Know think your, about it. We know from your Annie Lennox cover that you can sing. Yeah, that's no, true. You got so. It.
3: Is there any way, and we have on our show reached out to your band members. We've been trying to track down a copy of Delaware's debut album and still the only album. We will get it one day. Will there ever be, could there ever be, a second Delaware album? Dystopian mean, I mean, Cockroach. Well, there was a couple
4: albums. There was How Do You Want It Cooked?
3: Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> Classic. Cooked. Yep. Ooh, what the was essential other one? Album. Strawberry
4: Rhubarb was the label. I don't, is Mike Burr in the house here? He, he was a Delaware fan. Mike Burr, get him back in the mix.
6: He's the one. (laughs)
4: Uh, All right, Uh, two more questions, two more. It's like none of us answered the question at all.
3: Melissa in the back here has a question.
2: Hey, y'all.
3: Hi, Melissa. Hey.
2: I was just wondering what team were you excited about before the season, and then after the season you're just kind of disappointed?
3: Mm, Besides the Jets?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about you, Wes? I hate to say it. I picked the Broncos like three times in September and thought they were going to be fun to watch, and then I bailed on them by the time October started.
4: Yeah. Case Keenum just didn't have it. My my answer is your Falcons. I mean, I picked them to win. I picked them to make the Super Bowl. Oh, give me a break. It's like, oh, gosh, two or three injuries. Like, look at the Eagles last year. It was the most injured team in the league, and they won the Super Bowl. I thought the Falcons were gonna be so fun, so fast on defense. I, love, I do love the people down here. It's been as friendly,
5: the food's amazing, and this team should've been much better than it was. I mean, I also picked the Falcons to win the Super Bowl, and I, I still like the team a lot. I think this was a blip on the radar in some ways. So, uh, but I'm gonna pick the Ravens, because whenever the Ravens do anything more than go two and 14, I am upset. On many levels. (laughs) And I'll just say, I don't don't remember really the framing of the question, but aren't we all happy that the Saints
3: aren't here and 40,000 of their fans? (laughs) That's how you win a crowd. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Uh, Last question, last question, way in the back. Mr.
0: Rosenthal,
3: my question for you is... Of the two
0: podcasts you're a part of, how's it feel knowing that your producer is more talented than you are? Ooh. Oh! You
4: Whoa. know, I, I'm they fine with that. very,
2: very, very How much did that much? man get paid? <laughs> a lot of money. I'm it's like broke Eric's now. like Erica's
4: father. <laughs> You know, hey. I, I'm fine with that. I, I got to the level of boss by recognizing people that were more talented around me, like Chris Wessling and bringing him to the NFL. That made no, me look Dan better. not Dan and Mark.
5: Well, you know,
3: <laughs> you guys are kind to of the there, other two people. So, up here. You know, good answer, Greg. As always, <laughs> very good with people. We got can one um, more
6: Dan. Before we shut this yes. down, can I give a shout out? Please, Please. do. Simone Sessler and the paramour LaKeisha Jackson are here. Right near. over here, guys. Stand up.
2: Right over here, near they me. They are
6: the rocks. And I want to thank all of you who supported me through cancer. It really meant a lot, and it really drove me through it. Thank you.
3: Absolutely. So true. You guys are amazing. And you. our fans have always been so amazing. And, and when we uh, set this date to do our first live show in the states we were a little noivus about whether we would be able to pack the joint out but here you are and it just tells us we want to do more of this so thank you so much for joining us and um go falcons yeah! now. and go rams and go anybody but the patriots <laughs> all right cowboys lions literally anyone like you all. All right, this is Dan Hansis signing off for The Quiet Storm. The mailman. The old boss. Ricky Hollywood behind the glass. And all of you. Ricky! You. Until Super Bowl Sunday!